Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hello and welcome to Business Line podcast. I am Astronendra Singh. The electric two-wheeler market has grown exponentially over the past few months and it is even giving tough competition to the traditional internal combustion engine powered three-wheelers. In the electric two-wheelers retail sales too According to the rating agency ICRA, the volumes after declining to around 45,000 units in June this year have improved to around 74,000 units in October. However, despite the improvement, the volumes remain impacted to an extent by material price hikes taken by electric two-wheeler manufacturers to help offset the impact of the reduction in FAM2 subsidy from June 1, 2023. To talk about the industry in detail, we have today Mr. Ayush Lohia, Chief Executive Officer, Lohia Auto Industries. which is a part of a rupees 700 crore loya group loya auto has been manufacturing electric two wheel and three wheelers since 2008 at its factory in kashipur uttarakhand and has over 15 products in its portfolio ranging uh, from two wheelers to three wheelers to commercial vehicles it is also now uh, ventured into the commercial vehicle segment and uh, the next focus for uh, loya is to increase its market penetration and after north and east it is now looking at southern market in a big way for its e-rickshaws and three wheelers uh coming to mr loya he has spent around 23 years of experience and uh, 12 12 years in auto sector and before joining loya auto in 2008 he spent nearly 9 years in different companies of loya global and leading strategic fronts and fostering engagements with brands like walmart tesco and ikea so without further delay let's talk to mr ayush loya for more details Hello Mr Loya. Hi. To start with I wanted to uh, ask you how has been the sales during this festive season for electric two wheeler two and three wheelers. The numbers has not done so great as we are expecting but yes uh, the things need to improve uh, going down the line. We have been seeing uh, some traction in electric two wheeler segment and three wheeler segment but the numbers has been almost flat as compared to uh, last year. Okay so it is less than what uh, it saw last year. No not less than it was it has improved uh, uh, like uh, not that much than what we expected. Okay. So do you think this trend will improve or this will this will continue like this in the coming months? Definitely the trend will improve if you see from the perspective of uh, there has been few hindrances and the major challenge what we have seen uh is this the number uh, has not improved drastically because of the fame subsidy the amount has reduced drastically uh, almost 30 to 40% uh, fame subsidy has been reduced on to specifically so that has been the reason okay so is it to do with more of uh, more because of the you know issues in fame scheme or is it because of the material cost huh, that has led to this kind of trend if you see uh, this is more from the perspective as far as the, uh, the changes which has happened in the fame subsidy as compared to the cost cost has also played some role but it is not that drastic than as compared to fame subsidy which has been reduced from uh, from 15000 kilowatt hour to 10000 kilowatt hour mm-hmm. and what are the expectations in the coming months or maybe in the next one year so uh, uh, definitely there are been uh, few challenges uh, we are not still very clear how the fame subsidy fame 3 is going to shape up post march 2024 there have been news which state that uh, the fame subsidy will be discontinued if that would be the case then the numbers will be impacted much higher uh, mm-hmm. we can see a drastic fall in the numbers because 
the vehicle will not be competitive with that of IC vehicle. And it will definitely see, we will definitely see a direct impact on the numbers. If you see from uh, October, if I, if I compare the October numbers uh, uh, from 22 to 23, October 22 was 77,000 vehicles almost. And in October 23, it was 74,261 numbers. So there has been a fall in the numbers, but that I anticipate is purely because of the reduction in payment subsidy. Okay. And what about on the PLI scheme that also government had brought in and would there be any impact because of that also? PLI is a long-term uh, uh, thing which has to come into uh, for effect for the sales directly and indirectly. So directly we cannot say uh, how much it has impacted as far as the PLI because it only... Uh, you know, given to the uh, few of the people who have started manufacturing in that under that PLI scheme. So I don't think so. That has much impacted on the uh, on this uh, last month numbers. But it is what I anticipate is purely because of the fame subsidy. All right. So can you talk a bit more about two wheelers? Uh, because right now, most of the companies are focused on high speed. So uh, do we uh, take it as that the, there is no demand for the low speed uh, two wheelers in the market? Low speed uh, demand has reduced uh, definitely because of the subsidy, the high speed vehicle, the market is shifting towards the high speed vehicle. But uh, no one can give the accurate numbers, how much uh, numbers uh, the industry has done for the low speed vehicle, because those numbers are not accounted and, and those uh, details are not there on any of the platform. So uh, actual numbers for low speed vehicles is quite uh, tough to you know validate or verify. All right. And what about in the three wheelers, which is also like uh, giving a tough competition to the traditional ICE engine three wheelers? So uh, in three-wheeler segment, that has been uh, definitely a better performer as compared to the two-wheeler segment. And we have in the traction in electric vehicle industry from the three-wheeler segment, especially e-rickshaw category, which does not fall under fame subsidy. That's why the numbers has not much impacted. In fact, uh, we have seen some good growth in three-wheeler segment purely because of uh, you know, uh, the big players like Piaggio and uh, Bajaj also coming into uh, a three-wheeler segment and launched their vehicle. Bajaj has launched their vehicle just a few months back. So definitely three-wheeler uh, market will be much uh, quicker to shift to uh, injection combustion engine IC vehicles as compared to uh, two-wheeler segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, uh, the differentiation or demand uh, uh, difference between the uh, passenger carrier and commercial vehicles in the three-wheeler segment? So if we only talk about uh, 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 the, uh, the, the numbers from uh, L5 category vehicles, Definitely, uh, the cargo is right now leading as compared to passenger segment because uh, passenger has just started picking up from last uh, few months or a year or so from last year. But cargo has been uh, there for almost two years now because of uh, logistic solutions which have been provided to companies like Amazon, Flipkart and delivery companies. So that has seen attraction, but I foresee that uh, uh, in the past, also three-wheeler has been majorly 70-80% has been dominated by the passenger segment. 
and 20% is only uh, the cargo segment. That shift from cargo to passenger will definitely start pushing from uh, uh, next year and it will be very evident uh, as Piaggio and Bajaj and even Mahindra are uh, going full throttle with their uh, electric vehicle segment. So actually the government aims uh, to achieve you know 70% penetration of EVs in all types by 2030. So uh, uh, from where will it come? Uh, is it uh, Will it be more from two-wheeler and three-wheeler segments then? So if you see from the overall automotive industry, uh, two-wheeler and three-wheeler uh, itself compromise for more than uh, 70% of the market share and balance 30% is all put together, whether passenger, four-wheeler, cargo, commercial vehicles, tractors and everything is concerned. Right. So we definitely foresee that uh, two-wheeler and three-wheeler is going to take a major pie again. And uh, if we want to achieve 2030 goals of conversion, most of the vehicles into electric vehicle, two-wheeler and three-wheeler need to be uh, lead the front. But uh, there has been one major challenge as compared to IC vehicle when we intend to shift the market from uh, IC vehicle to electric vehicle has been the price. Uh, you know, in the current scenario, uh, gasoline two-wheelers are comparatively less priced or I can say cheaper as compared to uh, electric vehicles. And that has impacted primarily because the fame subsidy has also reduced. Uh, if you talk about OEMs like the premium segment like Bajaj, TVS or Ola for that matter, the prices has been uh, above 1, 1. 1.3 to 1.7 lakh segment. And if we really want to, uh, you know, go see and uh, make sure that the conversion from by 2030 uh, happens from IC vehicles to electric vehicles, we need to support uh, the, uh, you know, the OEMs right now with the FAME incentive. Because right now, India has not reached, yes, for electric tools and civilizers and so on. We have not reached to a tipping point where the economy of a scale comes into effect and the manufacturing has also not started in the component level at in a much bigger way and the economy of scale is one of the biggest challenge what i see that's why the prices for uh electric vehicle uh components has not come down uh, as anticipated it has definitely not changed from last six months but it's, it's supposed to come down as we anticipated so uh, we see that if we really want to achieve our target for 2030 the prices uh, or the fame subsidy need to be uh, continued for another three to four years. Right. So actually, we are on a cash 22 situation where uh, the government is saying, uh, you know, in one way promoting, but uh, there are not enough, uh, you know, funds to do that. And also on the manufacturing side, because of the high cost materials, it is not able to, you know, supply as much as uh, as vehicles to the customers. So what kind of innovations are happening around uh, the uh, the technology, especially in the battery technology, where we are still importing the cells from other countries? Yeah, so as far as battery is concerned, that is a major component which almost constitutes 40 to 50% of the uh, vehicle costs. The areas which we foresee, which can quickly uh, benefit two-wheeler and three-wheeler segment by reducing costs apart from economy of scale, fame subsidy. The third major area which can definitely benefit electric vehicle industry in two-wheel and three-wheel segment is uh, battery strapping policy. 
we have been waiting for this for almost two years now and uh, we need the this policy has been expected from the central government but it is still not uh, released by this way we can separate vehicle with the battery pack and this will reduce the cost of upfront cost of the vehicle and the swapping network can be used as a fuel cost uh, like we normally use in a gasoline vehicle so that is one area which can definitely impact uh, the uh, the vehicle upfront cost and definitely improve the sales numbers. We have been seeing multiple companies who has entered into battery swapping business. We have seen Gogoro there, we have seen Honda there, we have seen Sun Mobility, and there are few other uh, companies also who have entered into battery swapping business. So uh, Reliance is definitely coming in a big way. But battery swapping policy is missing, and once we anticipate when when the battery swapping policy comes into effect, we can definitely see much quicker uh, and faster uh, shift from uh, gasoline vehicle to electric vehicle because the upfront cost of the vehicle of electric two-wheeler will come down, and definitely uh, like economy of scale will improve, and then we can see the shift happening. Right. So, but is it feasible for the larger vehicles, especially in the uh, you know cargo segment of uh, electric vehicles, electric three wheelers? Uh, battery shopping is only feasible up to three wheeler cargo, uh, L five category vehicle. We can't uh, anticipate or we can't think of doing battery swapping with uh, four wheeler entry level commercial vehicles uh, or that segment. Only two wheelers and three wheeler will be a segment which will definitely benefit from. Uh, battery swapping there has been a lot of companies uh, which are very competitive but uh, in their you know mid journey they kind of collapse or because of the tough competition you know this kind of companies vanish after some point in time i mean we have seen in 2008 and uh, between 2008 and 10 there were so many companies now we don't see much but now there are some chinese companies also trying to you know come into india and where the government is talking about you know uh, you know china plus one uh, kind of a in a situation. So where do we see in terms of competition and new players uh, who can you know uh, strive hard to become you know make uh, you know make in India you know uh, a successful uh, project? Well, as far as uh, the competition is concerned in two wheeler and three wheeler segment, there are number of uh, uh, new entrants which are uh, there in this segment, and this. Uh, electric two-wheeler and three-wheeler segment does not has a big entry barrier in India. Definitely, we have seen few companies, uh, Chinese companies also in the, entering Indian market. But uh, uh, definitely, uh, the long, long-term goal and things uh, uh, need to be validated how they intend to go. Because definitely, government is pushing make in India and a uh, lot of components have started manufacturing in India. But it's still few key components, like you mentioned, battery cells and uh, magnets and semiconductors, chips are imported. So second and third line of components are not currently manufactured in India. But definitely government is pushing multiple PLI schemes for battery manufacturing, multiple uh, component semiconductor chip manufacturing in India. We have seen this traction coming in into uh, India in last uh, two to three years. And definitely we anticipate that uh, down the line, even the control, the motors will be, can be uh, manufactured without the permanent magnets, like which are used in BLDC. There have been a few startups who are working on uh, 
uh, eliminating uh, permanent magnet in the motors. But these things of uh, like these kind of changes will definitely take time because these need to be evolved over a period of time, well tested and validated before it can be used in the full fledged production. So these kind of things will definitely evolve. Uh, we should be ready for those kind of evolvement which will happen because we are comparing automotive industry, uh, electric vehicle automotive industry with uh, IC vehicle automotive industry, which is almost uh, 100 years and or more older uh, in across the globe. And in the UN also, we have seen good uh, shift happening in last 40, 50 years in IC vehicle segment. Uh, right. And we definitely know that uh, IC vehicle are, you know, most cost efficient and quality standards are maintained in India as compared to the rest of the world. So right. uh, kind of things in automotive industry takes time to evolve mm -hmm. uh, because it has to go under multiple stages of testing, validation, and then only it can evolve over a period of time. Right, right. But there has been issues around, you know, uh, safety of electric vehicles. So is that... Uh, still a concern and uh, how do you correct that uh, you know that myth to the customers again this is a evolving part we have as we mentioned that uh, battery technology evolving a lot of uh, composition changes are happening we have been talking about uh, water-based aluminum based and uh, and you know multiple technologies in battery side uh, definitely government has introduced a lot of new safety parameters which are uh, added in uh, last uh, last almost one year or so. So all these changes will definitely improve the safety parameters and requirements on Indian roads. And we have seen that even the uh, cases of fire and other those uh, things has also come down very drastically. Uh, we hardly, uh, you know, see any any of these kind of instances on road. And once we evolve these kind of cases, cases will further reduce or almost get eliminated from Indian roads. Coming back to the sales uh, again, uh, uh, what are the uh, demand from the rural areas? I mean, is it like uh, right now 50-50 uh, from uh, rural versus urban or like is it like uh, different? Uh, can you share some light on if you see from uh, rural is just starting, uh, you know, electric vehicles, especially in dualer segment, is started uh, going to rural second uh, two tire and three tire cities. Uh, three wheelers, uh, especially e rickshaw segment, is already evolving in rural also, but it is majorly condensed to the northern and eastern part of India. Uh, but uh, I foresee that uh, the trend has to come from urban cities. And we definitely see once the urban uh, cities try to adapt these new technologies of electric vehicle, definitely rural will also adapt. And we definitely see even in the IC vehicle, if you look at it, the rural has been penetrated last 15 to 20 years. Technologies we have seen, it always happens from urban to rural. Right. So that the trend which will also happen in electric vehicle also. So uh, rural will play a role may, uh, maybe around four years, five years down the line. But here the condensation is required from the urban cities to migrate from uh, uh, IC vehicles to electric vehicle. Okay. So uh, like uh, policies like swiping, uh, swiping of batteries would help in the rural areas because of the uh, is electricity kind of problem in that those areas? What I will say is you can compare these swapping infrastructure or swapping of batteries to that of a fuel pump. 
So mm -hmm. where you are going to refuel your vehicle in an IC vehicle, here you are going to refuel uh, your vehicle by replacing the discharge battery with that of the charge battery. So anyways, it will be beneficial. And I can tell you, strapping is much more beneficial where uh, uh, you have less kilometer to be driven every per day on per day basis. Why? Because if you buy a vehicle with a fixed battery, you are paying an interest costs on uh, even on the fixed battery, even if you are not utilizing or less utilizing per day per kilometer. But if you are in a rural city, if you are, uh, if you use a vehicle without the, you know, your vehicle is running on a battery strapping infrastructure, then you are not paying any kind of interest overheads and on your, on your battery. And you are mm -hmm. much more safer because people have their range anxiety, their life cycle expectation on the vehicle. They are not sure how long the vehicle will live uh, for them. So this and battery, is, uh, as I mentioned, is almost 40 to 50% of the cost. These kind of uh, you know uh, benefits are there if you go on battery swapping, and this will definitely benefit uh, over a period of time to the customer also, and the technology which will evolve in battery segment as I mentioned earlier also, this will going to uh, play a very key role there because those kind of expenses, those kind of costs will definitely be incurred by the battery swapping companies. Okay. Lastly, uh, I wanted to understand on how is the industry prepared for the afterlife of these vehicles, you know, whereas otherwise will be known as, you know, dumping ground for EVs. So uh, is the industry prepared for such kind of mechanism uh, for, you know, the after, uh, whether it is battery or, you know, use battery or use vehicles? Battery can be only uh, area which needs additional changes to happen if you see from the perspective of the complete uh, vehicle. Uh, rest of the things, if we compare with that of IC vehicle, uh, where we uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, moving components in IC vehicle, uh, in electric vehicle, there are only uh, one fifth uh, of the vehicles which are components which are there in electric vehicle. Uh, battery recycling is already underway. We have been listening in the, in the industry that a lot of companies are jumping into battery recycling uh, business, uh, lithium and all those things where it can be recycled and reused, all the metals and minerals. Mm -hmm. And uh, as far as the vehicle is concerned, if you see apart from motor and controller, a lot of the components are very much common, which we see in any traditional vehicle. So uh, uh, if you see from that perspective, apart from battery, no other component plays a very, you know, area which need to be re, uh, regenerated or need to be reanalyzed. So normal vehicle, how you are scrapping the rest of the vehicle, you can do that. But a special attention need to be given for the battery especially. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. 